on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. We'll have 14 hours and 40 minutes of daylight today, an increase of 15 minutes from just last week. And we'll keep on gaining for more than a month, so that by the 26th of June we'll have 15 hours and 17 minutes before we begin that gradual wane all the way into December. But most of us aren't thinking about things so far off. Instead, what we want to perceive now is a virtually limitless reach of warming and brightening days that stretch before us like so much uncharted territory. Now is the time for this year's experiments in the garden. Now is the time to summon all that energy we've kept in reserve for a host of projects planned for when the weather gets right. Now is when we imagine we can get busy without it seeming like drudgery set in other seasons. We are like Adam and Eve in Genesis with the whole wide world before them. Such is spring, that season in which this past week some of us are celebrating the 206th anniversary of Meriwether Lewis and William Clark departing from the Illinois Territory's Camp Dubois near present-day Hartford, Illinois, to spend more than two years exploring the Louisiana Purchase. The Corps of Discovery, as the expedition was known, would become much indebted to a Shoshone woman named Sacagawea, who traveled with them. She served as a liaison between the Corps and the various indigenous Native American tribes whose assistance was essential to the expedition. All along their journey, Lewis and Clark drew numerous maps, more than a hundred of which remain extant, and these charts would acquaint eastern, southern, and midwestern citizens of the fledgling United States with the magnitude of the Rocky Mountains and their place as the preeminent watershed of the continent. Today is also the anniversary of the day back in 1932 when the United States Congress changed the name of its possession, Puerto Rico, spelled P-O-R-T-O, to Puerto Rico, spelled like most of us are familiar with, P-U-E-R-T-O. My father, who was five years old at the time, remembers that change. His father had been doing a few extended engineering projects on the island and had taken the family with him. Apparently, P-O-R-T-O had been an archaic spelling long used by Anglophones because it was easier to pronounce than P-U-E-R-T-O, Porto instead of Puerto. And that archaic spelling had, had become the official name of the island in 1898 at the Treaty of Paris, drawn up to end the six months of hostilities between the United States and Spain in the Spanish-American War. After more than 30 years of lobbying, however, a tenacious group of Puerto Ricans managed to persuade the United States Congress to restore the island's traditional name. Born in 1927, my father turned 83 this year, and the days of the whole wide world before him are far fewer than when he was five. He's been living amid the Rocky Mountains for many decades now, but lately he's been faring, facing rarefied climbs of a different order. We nearly lost him back in February, just after his birthday, when his kidneys failed and a potentially fatal infection set in. Although he's on the rebound for the nonce, his daily journeys now are mostly into uncharted territory, meaning that literally every step is tenuous. Dialysis three times a week is interspersed with physical therapy sessions and just plain rest and recuperation. My mother, who's his age and also not in the greatest of health, has become his principal caregiver, a situation which, of course, cannot continue indefinitely. So every day my girlfriend and I plan a little bit for what we might do to prepare for the future, not only for my parents but also for ourselves. We are by no means alone. In the United States, millions of baby boomers are dealing with millions of parents of baby boomers. Soon enough, we'll be dealing with ourselves as well. And the appropriately ironic time to be thinking of these things 
is as spring waxes into summer, when we ready ourselves for those days, as the old shanty goes, the one that Gordon Bach and his friends have blessed us with. Ah, the days, ah, the days, ah, the fine long summer days, when ships were out across the bays, and I would not wait for crying. Until then, from Orno, Maine, have a great day. Thank you.